You're listening to Every Song Has a Story, an independent podcast that aims to provide a platform for artists to talk about their inspirations and their unique process of writing songs. Big City Productions is committed to carrying on the conversation about local art and culture in your community. Hey, hey, it's that time again. Thank you to those of you who've helped this little podcast grow. By telling a friend or dropping a suggestion, you can be sure that these hardworking songwriters get the recognition that they deserve. We're having fun seeking out guests for the podcast, and we strive to shine the light on artists and musicians who spend so much time crafting their projects. It takes a village to foster the growth of any music scene. The long list includes venues, producers, and sound techs, but most importantly, audience members. A special shout out to Eliza Mary Doyle for her ambitious project in Saskatoon at the Capitol Music Club. The video shoot looked like a lot of fun and we can't wait to see the finished product. Our next guest was born in small town Saskatchewan. She brings soothing melodies with heartfelt lyrics that carry the raw emotions and honesty that she puts into her sound. In 2021, she received the SAS Country Music Association Youth Development Bursary and won a spot at the Hen House Youth Songwriting Competition based out of Nashville. This week, her latest single hit number three on the Canadian Independent Country Countdown. It may only be the beginning for this singer-songwriter, yet she's accomplished so much. For more information, find us on Instagram at Every Song Has a Story or check us out at bigcity.com. Feeling that coziness and kind of at home with my guitar in my hand. And I have seen a couple times how people find peace in someone else's writing about a similar situation that they're going through. Hi, this is Morgan Robertson. I'm from the southeast corner of Saskatchewan, and I'm a singer-songwriter. We're going to be discussing my song, Straws, today. Can you describe the day that the song came to you? It was last year. I was... It was during the week of exams for school, and I was supposed to be studying, and then I had the first line of the song come into my head, and my brain decided that there would be no more studying to be done that day. <laughs> it was writing writing a song until way too late. So what came first, the music or the words? The words. And then I think I added... Usually the words come first, and then the the music comes after. And so could you tell us a little bit more about the inspiration for the lyrics? I myself had been through a fairly bad relationship, and I one of my best friends was going through kind of the same thing at that time. And I had never really written about what I had gone through, but then seeing her go through the same thing, it kind of brought up those feelings again. And that's kind of where the song came from, just 
myself and my friends going through just having people treat them very badly, but feeling like it's like it's their fault almost, but yeah. And so do you write in silence or do you have music going or do you have your guitar in your hand? I always have my guitar in my hand and usually silence except the guitar and myself. So could you describe like the perfect setting for writing a song? Usually it always seems to be on my bedroom floor is where I'm writing, but I like sitting on the floor for some reason when I'm writing cross-legged with my guitar in my hand. I like to have a window to look outside as well. It really depends on how I'm feeling that day. If I want to write a sad song and it's raining out, oh, perfect. And if it's a happier song, then if the sun is shining, that would be great too. But just feeling that coziness and kind of at home with my guitar in my hand and kind of have some silence in the house is always the best for me, I think. What did you learn when you were writing this song? I learned that completely, I haven't completely processed what I had been feeling when I was going through um, a bad relationship and I kind of realized how bad it was when I saw my friend going through a similar thing and yeah, I think I just realized that, wow, uh, that was really bad. I don't know why I let myself be treated like that because I see my friend being treated like that and I want to yell at her, hey, no, you deserve better than that. But yeah, I learned don't, don't let yourself be treated like you're not worth being loved. And did you write this song with a specific audience in mind? No, that is one thing that I do with my songwriting. I'm I'm never writing for an audience. I think I'm writing for myself and my peers that are very close to me. And a lot of the times when people hear those songs, they can relate to them because it's... It's a universal experience being treated badly by people that you love. And that's, it seems to be a lot of what I write about. I write about other things, I promise. I just haven't released those ones yet. But no, it always, I'm always writing for myself. And I think that's the uniqueness of my music is that it's coming from the heart and it's not trying to please anyone or trying to reach anyone's attention. And as the song plays through, I'm wondering what part continues to resonate with you? Probably the last line of the course. If this is really love, I must have expected too much. That's just a cold, hard truth when you think you love someone and they're not treating you how you think you should be treated. Have you ever performed this song? I've performed this song a good amount of times. I 
I think I performed it for the first time um, at an open mic in Saskatoon at the Capitol. And, you know, I think it was like a week after I wrote it. I wrote it last year, early December. And I've played it a couple more times with the band and by myself, probably around like 10 times I've performed it. And are you eager to take a song to the stage once you've wrote it? Do you, is that a usual thing for you? Yes, I, I love sharing and I like, I like hearing what people, what people think. Um, I, I really do like sharing my music and sharing my songwriting. So whenever I write a new one, it's always, oh, I got to share this one because I don't know. It's just I'm, I'm proud of the things I write and I have seen a couple times how people find peace in someone else's writing about a similar situation that they're going through. So it's always a, a really good thing that I look forward to is sharing my songs. And what was the most challenging aspect of getting this song ready to record? Probably convincing myself that I can, I can do it and be successful. It's I'm, I'm only 19 years old, so recording is fairly expensive. So finding the money to do that. And also just, I, releasing music is fairly difficult and it's a long, hard, time consuming thing that you have to, you have to commit to if you want it to be successful. You, the promoting and the just continuous posting about it everywhere. Um, I think that's always the most difficult part. If if I could record my music the day I write it all by myself, that I would have four albums out right now, but it's the time and um, I need to apply for some grants. It's the money too. It's It's a hard thing. I'm sure I could find a way to do it myself, but time. I'm a busy person. (laughs) Where was this song recorded? It was recorded in Saskatoon with uh, my friend Matt Stinn's studio, uh, Rainy Day Recording. Have you recorded there before or? Yes, I recorded my acoustic EP there earlier this year as well. Did anyone accompany you on this song for the recording? Yeah, I had a couple of my friends accompany me on this song. I had Travis Williams on the bass, Colin Klassen on the um, electric guitar and baritone guitar. And I also had Kyle Kreisa on the drums. And then Matt Stinn played some keys, some percussion instruments, and I did the acoustics, acoustic guitars, and I had my friend Jackie Wal- Walbum, sorry, Jackie Walbum, do the um, backup vocals. Were there any recording tricks or unique production techniques used when tracking this song? We didn't really have a vision in mind for this song. We, I really trust the the guys that I'm working with for 
making making my music into something that speaks truth and that I love. So we kind of just tried a whole bunch of things and that when when the right part was played, we all knew it and I think that's just really cool. It's a really cool thing to see that being created. Did it take you long to get a version of the song you were happy with? I think, no, actually, it was a really fast process. We took three days in the studio. The first day I did a rough um, guitar track, and then we did drums to that guitar track. And then we did the bass and the other guitars and my guitar. And then the third day, we did my vocal and um, Jackie's background vocals. And after that, it was just going through the mixes, and we had to make some tweaks. But when I got the first mix back, it was I was very happy, but just had to sit on it and make sure it was exactly how I wanted it. But it probably was only like two weeks after that I had the final mix ready. Is there a funny story that comes to mind when thinking back to the recording sessions? I decided to do this recording. I think it, it was a week before we did it, but it it was a very, very short notice for the, the guys playing on, the track with me and for Matt, the producer himself. Um, I, I'm really bad at thinking in the future. So I just make sporadic choices and yeah, I think it was two weeks before I decided that, Oh yeah, I want to record this song. So I texted everyone and it's like, Hey, when, when can we do this? Does this day work for you? And Luckily, everyone could do it, and it all worked out. But yeah, two weeks in advance, we, I, I planned to do it. <laughs> I think that's pretty funny. If you could record anywhere, where would you choose to record a few songs? I really want to do a live off the floor album. I can't decide just acoustically, but I'd like to do it in front of a wood stove with the fire going and just my guitar, have maybe a sunset out the window, just a nice cozy environment that I can really feel, feel the music. I think that would be a really cool project. Where is the best place that we can find this song? You can find it on all streaming platforms, Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon Music, YouTube. It's, it's everywhere that you'll you listen to your music so you can find it straws by morgan robertson and where do you listen to music i use spotify i've gotten used to it i i remember when i was little uh we use itunes and whenever i got an itunes card for christmas i was always so excited to download more music and i think that this the streaming is I think it not as um good for artists, but it's 
it's a good way to find more music because Spotify create playlists for you with artists that they think you'll like based on what you listen to. And I think that's a really cool thing. And I found a lot of music that I love through through those curated playlists. What can we expect from you in the future? Hopefully an album. <laughs> I, I have lots of ideas. I, I'm just in the midst of going back to school and working. So I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do as much as I can without burning myself out. But I, I hope to do an album or some off-the-floor stuff. Lots of ideas, just not sure on the timeline. But there will be new things always on my socials. Okay. So, um, hypothetical question. If you had a last-minute show that got scheduled, maybe at a really big venue... Who would you call to help you take the stage? I'd love to share a stage with... I love Chris Stapleton. Chris Stapleton is my favorite in the world. But I, you know, I'd love to share a stage with him. Lainey Wilson is also another really good female country artist. And real... She's a real songwriter and speaks the truth. And it's really good to see she would be one... My bandmates, I'd make them come play with me. <laughs> what advice would you give a, anyone starting out as a songwriter? Don't worry about what other people think. Don't get in your own head. You know, songwriting is something that takes time to feel like you're your songs are good. I wrote songs for years before I felt that I was writing any good songs. And um, it takes time and give it time because it, you'll get somewhere and it it's a really good way to get your feelings out in a healthy way. So don't give up on it. <laughs> Could you uh, give us a shout out to anyone that you think we should check out? Yeah. Uh, Greenwing is a band that is in Saskatoon. They're really good friends of mine. They have some really cool stuff. My friend Micah Walbum just put out her first single this summer. She is amazing. I grew up playing music with her and her family. They're Amazing, amazing people, amazing musicians. Um, Kayla Lehner is um, a musician. I think she's from PA. She's in the country scene. She's very good as well. I just played a show with her in November. Feeling that coziness and kind of at home with my guitar in my hand and I have seen a couple times how people find peace in someone else's writing about a similar situation that they're going through. Hey, this is Morgan Robertson, and you're listening to Every Song Has a Story with Big City Productions. <laughs>